The following podcast is a Dear Media production. This is Let's Be Honest with Kristen Cavallari, a podcast all about getting real and open on everything from sex, relationships, reality TV, wellness, family, and so much more. And just a fair warning, there will probably be some oversharing. Because I got all the power, yep. Welcome, welcome. Okay, the audio is working. I have my headphones on. Microphones are plugged that in. That was so embarrassing, the audio last The time. audio was really bad on our last one. Sorry about that, you guys. I, again, like, I'm a one-man show over here doing <laughs> everything, and this is not, not ideal. So today, we have a fun episode for you guys. We are going to play Truth or Drink. Um, can't really see them, but we have shots in front of us here of tequila. It actually feels a little warm, too. Ew. Uh, I know, I know. That just made and my And literally no chaser. Like, we're just raw-dogging this. <laughs> so we're really going to want to answer these questions. Um, and so we're just going to have some fun. We asked some listeners or viewers, I guess we should say, to send in some questions. So between us coming up with our own and listener questions, I think this should be pretty fun. We got really good ones. We got a lot of good ones. And we were laughing about it. We didn't tell each other what we're going to ask nope. each other, which I think is the most fun because it's just like really spur of the moment. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be very honest. Yeah. But they were really funny questions. There were some funny ass yeah. questions. Okay. So do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Okay. I can go first. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't put these in order. I need to do it in the right way. Okay. Let's have some fun for a second. Okay. Okay. You have to live without shoes with the rest for the rest of your life. So you have to live without shoes for the rest of your life or live in the same house as your ex. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why I love that one so much. Guys, I hate shoes. So (laughs) I would 100% go shoes. I think living at the beach, like I, I never want to wear shoes, actually. That's really easy for me to answer. I don't believe you. Like, you can't go on a date night with cute shoes on. You have to show up barefoot. You're all like, don't mind me. I'm just a free spirit. <laughs> like, you could never put on a sexy pair of heels. Red I, carpet. I, <laughs> You're just like Jewel. You're like a hippie. <laughs> Wait, my shirt literally says, what is it? Something about hippies. Long live the... Oh, Long my God. If, if it was that over living with my ex, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's more of the problem. But I'm yeah. like... Don't act like not wearing shoes would just be easy breezy. <laughs> You're just out on a hike barefoot <laughs> at the kids' basketball game. <laughs> They're all Grocery bitches dirty. Store. Yeah, I think about like the airplane. Ew. <laughs> Can I have socks? No, barefoot. Oh, fuck. I'd still go. No, <laughs> <laughs> a little furry pair of socks. Like that makes it better. <laughs> You're just the sock girl. <laughs> Nashville's favorite sock girl. Oh, God. Okay. That's starting this thing off strong. Okay. All right. Let's just go for it. Have you ever gone down on a girl? Yes, I have. I definitely have. I don't, I mean, I am. Like in high school? Like I am as gay as they come, right? But in high school, I definitely did the whole like straight guy thing. I had girlfriends all the time. And here's. What did you think when you were going down on a girl? Were you like, okay, I. (laughs) No, I honestly think there's like two types of gay guys many more probably but i feel like there's some gay guys who are like absolutely disgusted by the idea of hooking up with a girl and yeah. then there's some that aren't i fall in that category of like i'm not but i don't want to do it now right. as an adult but back then because i thought that was the norm and i was trying so hard to be straight it wasn't gross to me and i'm a people pleaser so i like really oh. made sure i was good at it like i like oh my god i needed to be the best at it like i had a sex in high school so you think you're good at going down on a girl oh 100 percent. but really? think about it because like if i'm gonna do anything i'm gonna be the best at it really? and i think that like because i have a lot of feminine energy in me <laughs> i understand also what feels good yeah you know like yeah i don't know i feel like a lot of guys like especially at that Ugh. age have no idea they don't know what the hell they're doing like when you hear stories about how guys like finger bang for the first time like it's, i'm like ow painful can i say something i didn't actually have but you like, can't beat it up no no a lot of guys are like really aggressive it's like you need to be like soft and gentle i mean there's like a time and place for more aggressive i didn't have like good oral sex until i was an adult I bet. Yeah, because I feel like that's something that people really need to practice. But I also remember when I was doing it, when I had girlfriends, I would really listen. I was obsessed. Remember Loveline? We were both obsessed yes. with Loveline. Love it was yes. a 
show on K Rock, a radio station, was all about sex. And yeah. I would lay in bed at like 15 with my earphones in, yeah. listening to that. And I remember them, like, they'd have like porn stars come yeah. on and explain how men should do it. And yeah. I like would like listen, like, made sense to me. I need that to stuff say, help though, is helpful. Yeah, you guys have. should. Like, there was a GQ article written years ago that like really explained how to go down on a girl. And it is like, if you do what it says, like, instantly yeah you there's can a make whole a girl art come. to it same yeah. thing with the blowjob like there's to- there's an art to it i mean i remember hearing somebody oh my god you know who explained it one time was lisa rinna and like her book <laughs> i love that and i read something about it but like i was like yes yeah, she nailed it she gives a great blowjob i mean there's an art to it both ways yeah that's true that is true <laughs> yeah. the one thing that i do want to say is like i am very very gay i don't want people to be like Justin and Kristen probably hook up. Like, no, Justin calm down. Goes down I'm very Kristen. much gay, but like, I was never grossed out by it. I was very much in that. I love that world. Yeah. Okay, that's great. Okay, that was your question that's for fine. me. <laughs> <laughs> We're not gonna drink anything. You no, and I. literally. We'll answer um, anything. Oh, I kind of like this for you because I'm actually curious about this with you too. If you could be a guy for one day, what would you do? Whoa, I love that question. Because you're very masculine, in my opinion. I am. There's like not a whole lot that I feel like would be different than my life. Um, <laughs> except for actually jerking off. <laughs> Jerk off all day long. No, I, I would. But I would also, well, I would want to fuck a chick. Like Re- doggy style. <gasps> you are you know such I mean? a talk. I would just like want to see what it was like. That's like a power thing. Yeah. You know what? There were a lot of questions about because I think the lesbians want you in the community really bad. I've said stuff about lesbians so they're like, I'm right here. Yeah, lesbians <laughs> love because you have like that strong dom, yeah. but then you're also very feminine. Yeah. So like you would be a lesbian's dream, I think personally, <laughs> but you're not attracted to women at no, all. Like at all. No. Yeah. Like I like kissed girls in eighth grade and like high school and stuff to like turn the guys on. But I would I the thought of going down on a girl actually makes me like I, like it's sad. Would you <laughs> get, let like, her go down scared. on you? I don't think I could. I really, I really don't. <laughs> I really don't. I believe it a hundred percent. I mean, I, I do. Like, there's a part of me like wants to be this free spirited person and be like, yeah, I could do that, no problem. But like, if push came to shove, no, I could never. No, and you'd have no reason to like, or I mean, no one would have any reason to hook up with anyone they're not well, attracted to. Well, I think it's to, just like. like it's just like a there's no desire enemy. like you're never thinking about no, that I don't yeah. know and right. you physically couldn't do it <laughs> makes sense well, could not. <laughs> okay that was a good question that's I love that that's what I would do I mean I guess like chop some wood and shit like I don't know that's probably it yeah I think it's always about sex obviously. It, yeah I think if I was like a girl for the day like yeah. I would want someone to suck my dick <laughs> That doesn't shock me at all. I'm just glad that you're saying it out loud because I know that about you. Like, I literally, that doesn't shock me at all. Oh my God. I'm a dirty dog. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the dirtiest guy there is. Okay. This one, I got asked all, like, the number one question Have we ever hooked up for fun? Yeah, I got that a lot too. Like, you, what is wrong with you people? Well, and Chris and I were saying, because we were like, we're talking about how that question was in there so much. And I was saying, like, I really think a lot of people don't understand the friendship between a girl and a gay guy. Mm -hmm. Maybe they had never had a gay friend. I understand that if you've never had a gay best friend, but there is no sexual chemistry between or there's no desire like at all. It would be the weirdest thing in the world. Like, I don't think we would stop laughing. First of all, I would never be able to look at you again. No, it'd be so freaking weird. Even if we were like hammered and something started to happen. I know for a fact like it could never get there. It so would no, never, it, it would never, no, it, it would, literally would never. No, it would be the weirdest. It's a, it'd be like having sex with your sister. Literally though, you guys, like that is what yeah. it would be like. So, but with that said, like I realize how hot you are. Like <laughs> if I was a straight guy, I would chase you down so hard. I think I can be honest about that. Like if I was a straight man, like you would be my type. Like I think Aww. you're so hot. Like, and I always still, I'm like, damn, she looks hot. Like, but there's no <laughs> sexual desire i'm not like yeah i want to hit that yeah, he's not like jerking off to me <laughs> <laughs> you wish <laughs> that's like your dream to, to switch over a straight you want every guy to be in love with you that's your dream including all the gays you guys justin oh, won't leave me alone oh he keeps showing up in my house oh my house. god <laughs> Did you guys know that you swallow five to 7% of your toothpaste every single time you brush your teeth? That's an entire blob of toothpaste every seven days. Gross. 
Most commercial toothpastes are filled with harsh chemicals, artificial flavors, and preservatives, not stuff that you'd want to be putting in your mouth, let alone eating. That's why Bite makes dry toothpaste tablets made with clean ingredients. Bite toothpaste bits are so convenient, you just pop these in your mouth, chew it up, and start brushing. It will turn to paste just like you're used to, but with no plastic tube or messy paste. Guys, these things are kind of fun. I mean, they're a little different. You have to get your mind wrapped around it. But once you're used to it, these are awesome. And you guys, if you travel a lot like I do, these are so great. You just throw some of these bite toothpaste bits in your to-go bag and you are good to go. I love these things. They also come in refillable glass jars and they send refills in compostable pouches. So they're better for our bodies and our earth. No more plastic toothpaste tubes. Bite makes plastic-free alternatives for everything on your bathroom sink, from toothpaste, mouthwash, toothbrushes, and deodorant, so you can cut out the harsh chemicals and plastic waste without compromise. Bite's sleek glass bottles and jars look amazing on your vanity and elevate your shelfy game. No hiding gooey plastic tubes here. Bite is offering my listeners 20% off your first order. Go to trybite.com slash honest or use code honest at checkout to claim this deal. That's T-R-Y-B-I-T-E dot com slash honest. All right, guys, listen up. If you have damaged hair, I feel you. And I'm about to introduce you to your new hair repair hero. Introducing the new Kerastase Premier Repairing Pre-Shampoo Treatment. It's a new and unique product that's the very first step when you get in the shower. I actually just learned about this. We all have calcium building up on our hair and it comes from our shower water. This buildup of calcium is amplifying damage, which I know we all have from things like coloring our hair. What's amazing about it is that it actually does two things at once. It removes that calcium buildup while also repairing and reconnecting the broken links between keratin chains. Okay, so here's how you use it. After you wet your hair in the shower, apply the repairing pre-shampoo treatment and let it sit for five minutes and do not rinse. Then layer your shampoo on top and finish with the rest of the Premier collection. I've been using Kerastase for a long time. And when I say long time, I mean like since my teen years, you guys, because the brand is incredibly luxurious and the quality of their products are just so professional. Plus, they really work. The new Premier Collection has become one of my absolute faves, and you guys see for yourself. Visit www.kerastase-usa.com and use code HONEST15 for 15% off your purchase. That's www.kerastase-usa.com and use code HONEST15. Standard exclusions apply. Offer valid through 531-2024. You're not going to want to answer this. Okay, let's hear it. Or you could, maybe a really quick, fun story will come to your mind that you want to dish. What is your most rude celebrity encounter ever? That's funny because I had all the same questions for you. Well, I have a good story for you. It's not necessarily the rudest, but it's definitely, it's a crazy story. And I've actually talked about it publicly, but not in a long time. So when I was still in high school, I was a senior in high school. I was 18, but Talon, who was on Laguna Beach with us, moved up to LA and we would go up and go out with him. So he was like kind of hanging out with Lindsay Lohan. And I happened to be sleeping in bed with Talon one night. We had gone out. I was fully clothed. Like I had a long sleeve shirt on. I remember the whole thing. Yeah, we were just friends. So Lindsay breaks in at like 4 a.m. with all her little girl squad, comes down into the room, opens up the door, sees that I'm in there, goes up into the kitchen, starts throwing glasses against the wall, like losing her mind. Talon's roommate, Frankie Delgado, who I'm sure some of you know, had to like pin her down and calm her down. So, okay. So that happens. And I'm like, whoa, that was batshit crazy. So I go and do an interview with Rolling Stone magazine. I'm 18. This is like my first big interview. I don't know what I can and can't say. I say the Lindsay Lohan story. Well, (laughs) That's printed in Rolling Stone magazine. So then I'm like, oh my God, she's going to fucking kill me next time I see her. I was like, I'm so scared of Lindsay Lohan. Next time I see her, she's like, hey, oh my God, we have to get lunch. And I was just like, Hollywood is so fucking weird. But also like that's scary to me because that's like manipulative. It's like because those kind of girls like want to get 
close to someone who they think is their enemy to like totally. fuck them over back yeah. Yeah. so it's like that's like a next level kind of crazy you're like bitch i know what you're doing I'm like I've you're heard- nuts man. yeah uh, oh my god so that's that was just like a wild story and that was like my introduction to hollywood too so i i think that's honestly why like i never got close to any real celebrity girls because i was always i didn't trust them i was always a little freaked out i was like it's such a user manipulative, gross world. So that's interesting. I think that like opens up another topic because I think that like you weren't friends with a lot of girls in Hollywood. And you never did that whole thing because there was a time when like all those Hollywood girls like, I knew everyone. And yeah. we would like go out, but I didn't want to like hang out with them all the time. But what I'm getting at is you had a reason for it, because I think that a misconception that a lot of people have from the outside is that you're like a guy's girl like you're always with Mm. men but you have really close friendships but they're real and they're kept quiet it's not about Hollywood and being seen or whatever that's like friendships in Hollywood not all of them but a lot of them are like it's everything's to like garner more attention and I wasn't I wasn't gonna subscribe to that like I'd rather have like real good friends that I can trust and count on than like that kind of Lindsay Lohan shit and you have to be careful with it like you don't know what they're gonna do with the info that you share with them it's just you can't trust a lot in that arena right such a gross place to be okay so same thing with you because you had a lot of celebrity clients who was the rudest client that you ever dealt with oh my god um (laughs) you've got some good stories I do have a lot of good stories and I'm not trying to be a cop out. It's just that. Okay, here's my thing. You can drink if you want. (laughs) I'm going to drink because I think it's tacky when people in my position. I mean, anyone who doesn't know who I am listening or whatever, like I did celebrity hair forever and really big celebrities. Mm -hmm. So, of course, people are going to ask me that all the time. And maybe one day I'll write a book or one day I'll do like a tell all or whatever. But I think at this point in my life, I think it's tacky when people in my position, like if I was collecting money from these women because that was my job to do their hair and stuff. And then I now told stories about them. That's not fair. Like that's their privacy. But I'll talk about the great people forever and I can give hints on bad people. But so no, I can't say like a specific person. I didn't think you would. I agree. I mean, you've got more class than that, which I think is, it's a good thing. (laughs) Is that a war tequila shot? (laughs) I don't even know why I didn't make that a big deal at all. I was just like, I was doing a quick one. Oh my God. Okay. That is great. I'm proud of you. <laughs> okay. I think it's your turn. Oh, because you doubled off that, mine. Yeah. Oh. Well, that was on my list. Oh, well, yeah. oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, so no, two no. for one. Okay. <laughs> two. Okay. All right. Okay. What is your, I've actually never heard you say this. So I'm interested. What is your most embarrassing sex story? Oh, okay. I can't even Hold think on. of one for me. So that's not one that usually. I don't get embarrassed very easily. Embarrassing sex story. Hold on. I got to actually. I mean, I don't really like, ha- I don't have a lot. I mean, have I, like, I've queefed sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> that was just drinking water as you said that. <laughs> why, why were there so many questions about queefing? So, queefing's real. <laughs> so, it's an air bubble in your coochie <laughs> that you just have to let out because it's clearly not gas. It's this air. Is, this is what happens. The guys push air up into it, usually happens <gasps> doggy style. <laughs> Oh, that happens with gay guys, too. Oh, okay. But in yeah. the butthole. But we don't call it a queef. We, we call, call it a fart. fart. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh my God. So, yeah, it's like it's usually doggy style if you're like taking it out and putting it back in. Like, yes. And then and so like, yeah, when I was younger, I'd be like mortified. And now I'm just like. <laughs> it's like par for the it's, course. Yeah. And also like. I just want to be like, you know, that was a queef, though, not a fart, right? Like, can we just like establish that? I'm like farting. But when you're younger, I think it's really funny when that kind of stuff happens to a guy. But I feel like now people like now understand. It's like, it's like, we like get that's it. how the body works. Also, the guys are the ones responsible for doing you're all, you did that. <laughs> you know what you did. <laughs> you know what you did. Oh, my God. Uh, okay, that was, a good, that was a good question. But yeah, I don't have anything like that. I mean, I've also had sex where it's like, started my period and i'm like oh my god there's like blood everywhere i'm like sorry i literally didn't know G- guys don't care though guys right? don't, I, I have they don't them. care they guys, just do it they do not care yeah guys don't care okay here's a good question that i don't know the answer to so as a gay guy you obviously take it up the bootylicious so do you guys put sex toys up your butt and if you do what age did you start doing that <laughs> oh my god I feel so bad because Scoot is so private. (laughs) Like, I would talk about anything. Like, I will talk about anything. I do think about Scoot because he's so private. But I don't think he would care about this. I don't take anything in my butt. So, like, and not 
I'm just not You're interested. You're a top. That answers I'm a top. another one of my yeah. questions. Perfect. So like in the gay world, there's like usually a top and a bottom and I'm 100% a top. And I want to say that I don't think that being a top is the powerful position or mm-hmm. like that doesn't mean that I'm the more masculine role because. Some, oh, because that's interesting. I do take it like that. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. because some bottoms are like you can be like a power bottom. Like they're like oh, really masculine and they just want to like take it in the butt or whatever so i just like to point that out because sometimes people always think like oh so that's the feminine one and not necessarily that doesn't offend me in our relationship i'm definitely the more masculine i'm just saying it doesn't always mean that so i do not take in the butt (laughs) but here's a funny story about that yes so there is a thing there's a whole art to anal sex there just is well can you you give me some pointers because i don't like it okay (laughs) you have to Okay, Scoot and I, <laughs> give me so we've been together for 10 years and we are very sexually active. We very much enjoy it. We still have amazing sex 10 years in and we've never had a bad situation. Yeah, like, like a, a poopy situation. Never, not once. That's phenomenal. And that's because Scoot is, there's a whole art to it. You know, you have to know with like when you've ate and then there are tools that you can yeah. prep yourself. Yeah. And Scoot's very big on prep. I'm we, taking we care of that situation. Mm-hmm. But in order to sometimes get your butt all ready, Scoot. Um, yes, there are toys that you can use. And oh, Scoot's thing, okay. um, he uses a big fake wiener, a dildo, basically, oh, right? Really? Well, there's this one that he has that you can suction cup onto the shower. I showed you this. Yeah. And I thought it was so funny. It's a huge wiener, you yeah. know, like because it's like you want to get yourself prepared for yeah. it to happen or whatever. And I'm hung. So like he has to get it ready. Oh. Like you use something a little bit bigger than your partner's or whatever. Oh. So it's this big fake wiener. And I thought it was so funny. I was going on a work trip. I woke up really early to go to the airport. And it was in the shower. So I stuck it up on the top of the shower. So it was just like hanging on the shower. And I thought he would get in the shower in the morning and see it like stuck up on the wall. He didn't shower that morning because he just went to yoga. And our housekeeper came in and she found it in the bathroom. And we have the same housekeeper, Wendy. And she is, bless her heart, the sweetest person on earth. She brings a Bible to our house sometimes. So she's she's very, very conservative like that. But she laughed. She She did laugh. She came out. Scoot was like, I am mortified. I am so sorry. And she kind of laughed. We're for sure the only gay guys that she works with, you know, and we're so close with her now. Like I we talk to her all the time or whatever, but she's gotten to know us very well. Oh, my God. That is when you guys told me that I was dying because, you know, like she's so so, sweet and and like like, soft. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure it was like traumatizing for her. Was that my question? I asked you. Yeah. Okay, here's a good one. You might get mad at me and take a shot. <laughs> but I feel like everyone wants to know at this point because it's kind of been hinted at. Okay, have you gone on a date with Glenn Powell, yes or no? You got this as a question? A lot of really? them. That's why I kind of had to ask because there were so many of them. I think you could or I think you're allowed to tell the story of the whole thing how it went down. At this point, no. I can I think do whatever the fuck I want. It's what? just a matter of yeah, mama. That's not girl. I'm an independent woman. But I just, it just gets to a point where it's like, I don't need to be name dropping guys all the time. I understand. You know, that. it's also like, I don't want to be like the Taylor Swift of podcasts. Like, uh, well, calm down. Don't use her name like that, I'll please. That <laughs> no. But like, I don't. I don't want like guys to be afraid to go out on a date with me and then be like, she's just going to talk about it on the podcast. Which is so interesting that you even have to think about that, but it makes total sense. And we were saying before, because I was like, wait, Kristen, how much can I ask you about like celebrity things? Because mm-hmm. that was a lot of the questions. Yeah. And the thing is like, you're not afraid to tell the stories. The issue is then it becomes a, a headline. I don't want to have to see it plastered all over the tabloids. And then, because then also like, I don't want to have to drag Glenn through the mud or like whoever it is. And so I just sometimes feel like, yeah, it's better to just to leave some things left unsaid. So I'm going to take a shot. (laughs) No, no, she didn't do that. (laughs) Oh, Oh my God. My God. Okay. 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 My turn. Okay. Fuck, Mary, kill. Jay, Steven, and Tyler Cameron. For me? Oh, saying it for you. I think like. Yeah. Oh, for me? Well, I'm not having, I'm not doing anything with any of them. Well, except for Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> I think Tyler is the hot. Tyler Cameron is, I think, the best. We've said this to each yeah. other a million times. Yeah. Like, of course, he's so hot. But I remember the first time 
you introduced me to him, I could not believe how good looking a person could be. I know. Like that. He and, is the most good looking human on the planet. But and then so on top sweet. of it, so nice. Like, yeah. I really love that man. I think yeah. he's such a good guy. Yeah. Um, okay. So the question is fuck, Mary kill, Jay, Tyler, Cameron, and, and Steven. Steven. I love that those are your three. Um, those those are, big, are like who people associate. Yeah, those are like your yeah. big standouts. Oh um, <laughs> not Morgan Wallen. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, I would. I would marry Tyler Cameron a hundred percent. Yeah, I would. Like you're debating. No, I know. I would. <laughs> no, I just don't want to say the word. I would, oh, I would fuck Stephen. <laughs> But I guess I would. <laughs> that would be my choice. And I would kill Jay. No shade to anyone. There was a point where I loved Jay so much. And I love the children that Jay gave us. So I don't want to be nasty. <laughs> but uh, Jay would be out. Does that work okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny um, because we are being very honest right now. But there is a party that like thinks about like, okay, you're telling a bunch of people this stuff. Yeah. And this you- is like my actual life. <laughs> Like real Thank people. Thank you for entertaining us real, with your life. You're real people. <laughs> okay. Tell us about an actual fight you and Justin have gotten into before. We really have only gotten in like one. I wouldn't even really say a fight, but it was New Year's Eve three years ago. And we were in Florida. I was with someone. You were with Scoot. And then our friend Charlene and her husband were there. So it was like the three couples. And we were at dinner and you were on your phone. And I was so mad that I finally was like, Justin, put your fucking phone down and just be with us. You guys, it was the <laughs> scariest moment of my life to have her snap at me like that. Because it is true. I feel like we are really good at navigating our friendship. Like, well, we know when we're going too far with things or we're just mm-hmm. very considerate of each other. Like, we really are. Like, we yeah. do not fight. But I remember when that happened, it, it like shook me to the core. I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. But there was this period of my life. And that was. To be honest, like we were in the midst of all the lockdown yeah, stuff. Yeah, that was and, the height of COVID. Yeah, so we went down, we rented a beach house so that we could have maybe some freedom or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like at that time, I was, I was like obsessed with my phone. I was like documenting everything. Yeah. But that was a huge wake up call. Because don't you think I've changed yes, since then? Yes, you've gotten so much better Like since I that. really put my phone away when I'm with people. And I never wanted to be that person. So it's not an excuse, but that was our fight. Yeah. I was freaked out. I was, I'm like, it's fucking New Year's. We're all here together. I was so mad. But you have gotten a lot better since that. And it was good. Yeah. And you know what would have been in our friendship? Like, let's say you did that. And I was like, fuck you. You yeah. look at your phone, too. Yeah. Or like if I got it from the table and left, like I heard it. Yeah. I processed it. I'm like, no, the bitch is right. It's true. <laughs> I'm at a table with five of my friends yeah. and I should be present. Like, why am I filming other things and laughing and whatever? Yeah. Um, yeah. So the fact that like I took it and I like, I got it, yeah. you know, and I was like, Kristen, I get it. No, it yeah. makes sense. Like, You're thank, really good with thank that. Thank you for calling that out. Like, cause our friendship is more important than like me being right. <laughs> is it my turn? Yeah. Okay. Have you ever had a crush on one of my men? I have not. And let me see if this will make sense the way that I explain it. I don't get crushes on people that there's like no possibility of something happening. You know what I mean? That makes total sense. Yeah. Like, so like me, I think there are a lot of gay guys who like love the idea of trying to turn a straight guy or they like, they, I think there's nothing more cringe for me personally. (laughs) I'm not saying this in general, but for me, there's nothing more cringe than like a gay guy flirting with a straight guy. I agree. Because I just think it's tacky. I also, so but then also knowing that a guy is straight, I don't even develop those feelings. Even me saying yeah. how hot Tyler is, it's like I can look him things out, but I'm not fantasizing yeah. about it. Or I'm not like, ooh, I wish he would hold my hand. Yeah. You know, like at all. Like So there's very much like a wall there. So no, I haven't. But I can definitely recognize when one of them was really hot. And yeah. Like, and I have to check myself because recently there was somebody who I realized that I thought was so hot and I wanted you to be with him so bad. And we almost got in a fight with it. You actually called me out on it. Like, Justin, you need to stop. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was going in so much on this guy because I really, in my mind, thought he was so good for you. But I was because I liked him. I liked his energy. He was like a playful golden retriever. And you did. You kind of like just you got actually, that we, voice of me. We got a little. This is actually I wouldn't again wouldn't say a fight, but like we had a heated conversation. About yeah. It. Yeah. And again, like when you wake me up like that, I'm like, OK, I need to stop. It's true. Like I am doing that. Like you're like, Justin, stop. You it's wouldn't not- let this one go. Yeah. And I was like, he had gay tendencies. And I was like, once I see these things, I can't unsee them. And I'm so turned off now. Like I can't he's a good guy but like I'm not attracted to him anymore because of the shit that he was yeah. doing and saying and sending to me 
Well, and with you, and I think I'm this way too a lot, like you can't change our minds. Yeah. So I don't know why I ever try to do it with you. <laughs> and anytime that I do, I'm like, what are you doing, Justin? Like Kristen's talking like, okay, Justin, you're right. You're right, Justin. I'll keep going out with him. No, that's true. But I do love that we can talk about hot guys. Like, you know, a hot guy. And that's fun for me to have like your, like your masculinity to also be able to talk about that yeah. with. And we've started to understand each other's type. Like yeah. I, I understand your type because I. Well, and the other thing to that question, like I'm, you and I actually aren't attracted to the same guys That's most true. of the time. Yeah, like we have a very different type. Mm-hmm. But lately, you've been like dipping your toe in like some of the stuff that I'm like, wait, that's like who I think would be so hot. It's cute. <laughs> it's fun. Oh my god, it's so cute. Dipping my toe. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. It's my question, right? Yeah. Okay, I want to ask this because it's like nonstop. I also get DMs about this constantly. So it's like, can you just say it or take a shot, which means you don't want to talk about (laughs) it because it is relentless. And I know the answer and I wish the story could be told. Did you ever go out with Morgan Wallen and did you like him at all? (laughs) By the way, stop laughing at ourselves. I know. That is the number one question that I get, too. And I feel like I've, I guess, no, I kind of like skirted around the conversation numerous times. Again, it kind of goes back to like the Glenn thing. Like, I just don't need to be like talking about these guys. I don't know. I'm going to take a shot. Well, I tell the story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you tell it. <laughs> I'll get her to tell it one day. <laughs> it lasted a long time. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> You've taken two. Yeah. No, I'm going to start. I was trying to get to this without doing any shots. Same. With, I didn't think I would take any. Okay. Which celebrity facelift scars have you seen? <gasps> That's a good one, isn't it? It's really, really good. I know. You want me to say, maybe we should just start answering for each other. No. <laughs> like we don't get in trouble. Like that makes it better. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it would get written I up know. is you saying it. No one's going to write anything <laughs> up about <laughs> me. <laughs> Not like Us Weekly's like, Kristen Cavallari's best friend, Justin Anderson, used to be a hair color, says that. <laughs> no, I've seen all of that stuff. Yeah. And I would never talk about that because that is so incredibly rude. I will say that, like, I saw marks and scars on young people that I was shocked, you know? So, like, mm-hmm. there is a lot of work going on in Hollywood, definitely. I have no judgment because I understand that a lot of people do it and, like, whatever. So, yes, I saw a lot of it. But that would be yeah, embarrassing you, if I said you it. Couldn't, you couldn't say. Couldn't say. But it's a damn good question. <laughs> <laughs> Joked. <laughs> <laughs> well, I might need to get more tequila. Okay. Oh, that's my turn. Yeah. Oh my god, this is a lot. Like I'm like sweating. I know. I li- I'm literally sweating. I think like, <laughs> that's healthy. Do you sweat a lot? I sweat a I lot. I sweat. I'm not like disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, my doggy owners, let's talk about the farmer's dog, my favorite dog food. The results of switching your dog's food from kibble to fresh can seem like pure magic. When a senior dog starts acting like a puppy again and the pickiest of eaters can't wait for dinner time, you might think that some spells were cast. But the farmer's dog doesn't use any sorcery or secret ingredients to make their fresh food, just science. The farmer's dog makes and delivers fresh, healthy dog food. It's developed by vets, nutritionally balanced, and made from real healthy ingredients to human food safety standards. It's the best option for dogs at all life stages because it's not kibble. It's not canned goo. It's just real healthy food. The farmer's dog isn't just fresh, higher quality food. They also send the food pre-portioned specifically for your dog based on their unique nutritional needs. This makes it easy to help your dog maintain their ideal weight, which is one of the biggest indicators of a full, healthy life. Dogs at a healthy weight can live up to two and a half years longer than overweight dogs. A fresh diet has been found to have all sorts of benefits from healthier coat and skin to better breath, even easier digestion and smaller, better poops. A healthy diet isn't just important for humans. I have three dogs, a German Shepherd, a Bernadoodle, and some sort of doodle mix. Don't really know because he's a rescue, but all three of my dogs go bananas for this food. I mean, Kona, my German Shepherd, is drooling. Her drool is down to the floor and they gobble it up so quickly. And my kids just love that everything comes pre-portioned out with their names on it. Sailor is basically in charge of feeding all of the dogs and she gets so excited to do it, which is great. 
Guys, you can get 50% off your first box of fresh, healthy food at thefarmersdog.com slash honest. Plus, you get free shipping. Just go to thefarmersdog.com slash honest. Go to thefarmersdog.com slash honest to get 50% off your first box plus free shipping. Let's chat about clothing brand Quince. You guys, my closet was chaotic, crammed with a bunch of clothes, but I always felt like I had nothing to wear the game changer, upgrading to high quality, affordable pieces from Quince. Now I have a wardrobe of luxury essentials that transition from one occasion to the next. And I stayed on budget. Thank you very much. Like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50, organic cotton sweaters and washable silk tops. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. Thank you very much. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. I've told you guys before, but I have some really cozy sweaters from them. I have a great pair of slacks that are awesome for the office. Or if I'm just going to go to a business lunch or something, I always throw them on. They've become my go-to. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash honest for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash honest to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash honest for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. Okay. Oh, I like this one because I'm curious too. (laughs) (laughs) These are all your questions. (laughs) I wrote all these (laughs) I actually wanted to say everyone. Did you date Morgan Wallen? (laughs) Ew, now this next question is going to be so embarrassing. (laughs) I actually wanted to read everyone's screen name, but I didn't know if people wanted to be private. (laughs) But this one is from Anna underscore Pavlovic. You're you're lying. (laughs) It's it's my Finsta. (laughs) No, this isn't even a juicy question. I just think it's interesting. (laughs) What was your first impression of me? Oh, my God. I got that question a lot, actually, too. I loved you because you're very warm and welcoming and just like it felt like we had known each other forever. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people were like asking like how we first met. Like, did we know we'd be best friends right away? Yeah. That's why I picked that one. But we've talked about this before. It was like an instant. Like, Mm -hmm. it just felt like we knew each other forever. Yeah. Whatever. That's a boring story because I've told it before. But I, yeah, no, I do. feel That's why I feel like we're soulmates. And like, we got a lot closer in the last five years or whatever it's been. But we always loved each other so much. We're too much alike. Like I think I that's where it's like the understanding comes from. I agree. Okay. <laughs> What's a red flag for someone that I'm dating? Like a red flag that you would like warn a guy about me? Oh. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be, be like, honest, baby. Well, she's going to love bomb you. Oh, my God. <laughs> she's going to give you a ton. So accurate. She's going to give you a ton of attention. <laughs> and then I'm going to hate you. And she might turn on you really quick. And it's nothing that is evil on your end. You just love. <laughs> yeah, you love love bombing. <laughs> I do love bomb. In a, in a like excited, healthy way. Like I, You are very excited about yeah. newness. And then also I, you want to be in a long-term relationship. But like you and we just talked about this like just last night where I was like about whatever. I think you yeah. should pull back yeah. a bit more. Yeah. But you know what I think it comes from? I don't think it comes from a malicious place. I think you are so confident that also if somebody decides you're not the one for them, you're fine. Because you're like, okay, then we weren't meant to be. You're very pragmatic about it. Like, you're like, good word. (laughs) 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 I thought we needed to up up our vocab on this. When you know that it's not right, you're okay if someone moves on from Mm -hmm. you. You don't take it personally. Like, oh, we weren't a match or whatever. But I don't think a lot of guys like that. And I have seen firsthand how guys fall for you so yeah. i'm like christine you if you're not that into him like don't do that i know don't text him I constantly lead, so I, I, well, here's what i would say i lead guys on i don't actually think i love bomb guys because i've been love bombed where it's like really like oh my god i see a future with you like yeah, give, yeah, me, yeah. Your, give me no, a ring a like kind. that's different i just like i get really excited like if i start liking someone i'm all in i think because i don't like people very often so when i do i get like really excited but yes then all of a sudden i will flip and be like I'm over him. Wait, can I say something? And you tell me if I'm totally off base mm-hmm. here. 
I think that there might also be a part of you that wants to speed it up. You kind of want to get to the point. Yeah. Like you kind of want to be like, could this go somewhere? So you want it to kind of work fast. And what we were just saying the other day, or I was saying to you, is like, Kristen, it's okay to take weeks to figure out if you yeah. like someone. Like, see them and then like wait a week, maybe go yeah. on a date with them again, or like wait days to message them or whatever. But I understand why you do it because I think you're kind of the kind of like, let's get there or don't. Exactly. You know? I'm, I'm not going to like put time and energy into something that like doesn't potentially have a future. Yeah. Which I don't, I've always been like that. I probably should chill out a little bit. Okay. What was the weirdest thing you've ever seen as a celebrity? So like maybe you were in a party situation or on a set oh and you were God. like, this is wild that this happens in the world that people would have no idea. That's a really good question. I mean, I'd have to think about that for a second. I mean, the Lindsay Lohan thing. I'm, I gotta like really think. I'm not good at like remembering stuff like that. It, unless someone was like brought up a specific person, then I'd be like, oh yeah, this one time. But I don't like have these memories just like stored in my mind. Does that make sense? Well, I guess like my, it's not like one specific thing, but like my biggest takeaway from Hollywood is that people's image is typically the opposite of who they are. So like, if you think someone is like the girl next door, sweetheart, they're the biggest fucking asshole on the planet. That happens a lot. A lot. And so that, I think just like, I wish I could come up with like actual stories for you guys, but that was more, that was more, because I feel like those people are trying so hard to control the narrative on their image. Where like, if you're actually just a real cool person, you're not like, working overtime yeah you're not like doing damage control no all you the time. see someone who like to the public presents themselves a certain way and then you see them in like a house party situation you're like wow they're an awful uh -huh. person or the way that they treat other people that but i think that happened could happen in any social well, circle yeah like the girl who acts super sweet at church on sunday same thing just on a, a bigger yeah. platform yeah then you see her at the grocery store and she's like cussing out the baggage lady literally <laughs> it's like people do that everywhere but it does happen in hollywood or in like a lot of musicians are not their music and that's been kind of a oh another thing about musicians they always want to play their album for you to the point where you're like this is so awkward why am i sitting here having to listen to your album like this is weird you know what's so funny is it is so awkward to first of all just listen to someone sing have you ever like been somewhere where someone starts singing you're like where do i look like i'm yeah, like yeah. this is so fucking weird or like you know when you have like a friend that knows they have a good voice and they just randomly start singing you're like can you please not do that <laughs> Um, I know, I know, I know. Oh my God. I remember one time there was a singer that I was working on and I was doing her hair and we weren't vibing. I vibed with pretty much all of my clients. Like the people that I've talked about a lot, yeah. I did their hair forever because we vibed so much. This one client, because there's a lot of people that I did for very short periods of time and I've never talked about them. This one <laughs> client, she's a big singer. She was in my chair and we weren't vibing. Like I think she was on something. I could not understand what was going on. Like we weren't communicating and I love the chat. She was just singing in the chair. But like, putting her everything in. And I didn't know if I was supposed to be like, that's beautiful, baby. Like, <laughs> is that like a new number you're working on? But like, cause she wasn't talking to me. She was just like in her own world and she was just like singing, but like full force. It was the most oh awkward thing in the world. God. Like as I'm like highlighting her hair, like this is so fucking weird. Oh, okay, well how about people get fucked up, you guys. I've been at like award shows and I've had people like rolling their dicks off on ecstasy who then go and present. And I'm like, how are they doing that? How are they keeping it together? Like. People because a like, lot of creative people can go hard. Also, the Kanye thing at the VMAs when he took Taylor Swift's award, I was right there. I was sitting right there. And I You were? I was right there. And Jack, I didn't know yeah, that. And Jack, my publicist, and I ran into Kanye and Amber. What was her name? Amber Rose. Yeah. In the bathroom. They were coming out of the bathroom as I was going in. They were hammered. And they were like in the bathroom together, probably fucking. And Jack and I were like, oh, hey, like what? I mean, they, you were there that night? I was night? right there. Did the room go like crickets when that happened? Was it as awkward I as it I think it was like people were so confused yeah. as to what was happening. You yeah, know? if you watch it now, it looks like everyone was like, is this really happening? Yeah, like I think we were just like really confused. Oh my God, I can't believe that. Yeah, I was right there. But like he was like fucked up out of his mind, obviously. But like so people get like really fucked up. <laughs> Which, I mean, I did too back in the day, but I never for like an award show or well, something. But also like you party, you're never messy. No, that's you're, true. I can hold it together. You hold it together. Yeah. I can 
drink anyone under the table, but like I can hang. You never get messy. No. You all I never also the next day I'm like, oh my God, Kristen, you were so embarrassing last night. Or you <laughs> said too much. Like God. you always you always are aware of what's going on. Yeah. You're not gonna like whatever. But a lot of people aren't. No, a lot of people aren't. I'm oh. not one to talk, but I wasn't like I was usually like pretty responsible if I had to work the next day, even when I was like in my craziest partying phase. Yeah. For the most part. Okay. Your turn or my turn? I think it's my turn. Who's the most famous person I have in my contacts? And who is the most famous person you have in yours? Mm. <laughs> 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 um, mine is, I have a lot, to you be honest. Yeah, lot. and I don't, don't want to brag, but people are like, oh, you're you bragging. Get, you could, I know what name I would give for you. Yeah, Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. Yeah. I love her so much. When we were talking about celebrities for nice, Jennifer is beyond nice. Like whatever you imagine you want Jennifer Aniston to be, she's that much more. Like she is that. wonderful. That's nice. Um, but yeah, I still stay in touch with a lot of my clients. I yeah. still consider a lot of them friends. And for you, the most famous person in your phone, um, Heidi Montag. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's the one. No, who is it? I think. Your most famous phone number is John Mayer, you guys. It's John Mayer. <laughs> but uh, no, it's Morgan Wallace. <laughs> we have to stop. Cut that out. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. No, guys. Stop drinking. No, I know. <laughs> but this isn't bad. I mean, whatever. It doesn't mean anything ever happened between us. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. Okay. What's a cringe moment you wish you could take back from reality TV? It's like something that's been on camera film that you're like, I wish that wasn't there. I would say so on the hills, they like accused me of doing drugs and stuff. That was definitely not a highlight in my life. That was really fucked up. And I mean, it was like so dark and gross that it was everyone's teams and their lawyers went in because like, you know, there was bribery involved. A producer bribed the girls with a Birkin bag to call me out on camera that for doing wild. drugs. That's fucked up, man. And that was like really damaging. So then because the tabloid world, and at the time, this is before social media, so the tabloids were everything. They piggybacked on whatever the producer on the hills was feeding them. So then like, I'm on the cover of Us Weekly saying like, I need to go to rehab. I'm not showering. Like, all this shit. And so why did that just give me chills? I know. It was that was a tough time in my life. And so, like, technically, could I have probably sued MTV a hundred percent? But I was just like, I want it to go away. But that was that was fucked up. It's so wild because I don't think I don't know what this feels like, but to have that kind of room, like, and especially at that time, because now there's so much in the media every day that we forget about things yeah. within minutes. But I even remember that. And it was so weird to me because we were friends at that time, but not really, really mm -hmm. close. Like I knew you. And so even like people would ask me, like, is Kristen really in a bad place? I'm like, no, this is has to be a load of shit. Like she's so normal. Like that's right yeah. when we met. I yeah. Think. No, I had been going to you for a couple of years before yeah. that. So I remember people talking about it like it was a thing. And that yeah. was so blown out of proportion for ratings for the show yeah. or to get people to go watch the show. Yeah. And it's like, but imagine that being spread around the country yeah. about you and there's nothing you can do about it at that time you don't have instagram you couldn't no. go on and be like couldn't do damage control and i mean listen like i was that was my party phase but i never felt like i was out of control i definitely never needed rehab like did i, I i've done my fair share of drugs i can easily admit everything that i've done but it was never something that like should have been called out for that yeah so and like I, you know the girls one girl in particular who actually said it on camera like you're a scumbag you're a scumbag. I and never... they were doing it for ratings. Like yeah. they wanted, like it becomes a job and you're throwing someone under the bus for like a job. And what happened was, so we were all in Miami for the Super Bowl, and all of us collectively were like, we don't want to go. I was like, I paid my own fucking way to be here. I'm not filming. Like I was going and you guys decided to come. So we all collectively, collectively were like, we're not filming. Like we're all going out. Okay, great. We're all in, in this together. Well, everyone stumbled back and they filmed a scene and I was still out. So that's when it happened. And I'm like, wow. fuck you guys. We all agreed to do this together. Which again, listen, like I should have shown up to fucking work. That was my job. I should have shown up. I should but have just But you trusted done. that they were all in the same boat as you. I thought we were. But again, like, and it took me a long time for me to like take responsibility for any of it. Like, should I have shown up? Yes. Should I maybe not? I, I, I was 
fucked up that night. I was. <laughs> I went out really late and I no was regrets. having you a good yourself. time. But like, so there are things I could have done differently. And I think I blamed the producer for so long. And when I could finally be like, okay, well, what, what did I do to contribute? I like took my power back. That's why I never think you should blame anyone for anything. Because then I you're like living that. in that negativity. But it was regardless. It shouldn't have happened. And it was really difficult when I was like 22, probably. So, wow. yeah. Anywho. Okay. Who was the girl that said it? Just kidding. Low. Just kidding. <laughs> this is my last question. Do I have good taste in men? Looks wise. Yeah. Thank you. Definitely looks wise. <laughs> uh, yes, you do. That was questionable for a minute. <laughs> I think now you're, I think you've done it in exactly the right way. Yeah. Like, I feel like now you really are like, if you're going to settle down with someone, they have to have everything mm -hmm. that like works for you and for them. So I think that now what you're looking for makes a lot of sense before it was questionable. Yeah. You know, like the things where you're like, he's so hot. I'm like, oh my God, we're doing this again. Okay, <laughs> like, here we go. And I just had to go with it because I can't give you that kind of advice because you won't listen. But I think oh that it has God. definitely, it's changed. We've gotten better. Yeah, okay. definitely. Okay. All right, last question. Okay, last question. I mean, the amount of people who care about Steven, I'm like... It's insane. It's like, you guys, that was so long ago. Like, do you guys people still talk are, about your high school boyfriend? People were like, does Justin think that Steven is the one? I'm like, what? Oh, my, oh my God. Can we move on? <laughs> like, that was high school. High school. I know it was huge for everyone, but it's like, Why? think about who your high school... Well, I, a lot of people are still in love with their high school boyfriend. True, like, that, they still think about them I, all the time. Yeah, You're all, I've had 40 boyfriends since 40. then. <laughs> um, okay. How the hell did you put up with Jay Cutler for all those years? Because <laughs> it's like, you don't want to be a dog, but it's like people, like they see it. Here's what I'll say. So this is the father. Of the only reason children. I feel comfortable asking you this is because I know that you know how to answer yeah, it with being honest yeah. or whatever. Like, I don't think it's like, a gotcha. No, like, oh, no. <laughs> what do I say? Um, so he's the father of my kids. I'm very careful what I say about him. I would trust me. I would love to say some stuff. I learned from my mom not to really talk bad. Like she never spoke badly about my dad and that stuck with me. I think that's something that I want to emulate that I've really tried to emulate. And I met him when I was 23 and there are things I put up with at age 23 that obviously I never would now. And I think that's, that's it. And I think you guys can kind of understand it from there. There it is. <laughs> See you next week, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for having us. <laughs> Thanks for playing. Bye, guys. All right, we'll see you next <laughs>Dear Media IRL is back and we're showing up bigger, better, and louder than ever. Join us on May 4th in Austin, Texas for the ultimate live podcasting experience. Watch and learn from your favorite Dear Media hosts as they bring their insightful discussions from your headphones to the stage. Get ready to be inspired, entertained, and watch audio get a makeover. Tickets are on sale now at dearmedia.com slash IRL. See you on May 4th in Austin. In Texas.